Hey, I'm Erin. And I'm Carrie. And this is Keeping Busy. This week we made a uh, St. Patrick's themed cookie. It's called the Irish Car Bomb Cookie. Oh no, so politically incorrect. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Uh, but <laughs> we didn't name it, all right? So don't write any bad emails to us. So the cookie is based off of a an alcoholic beverage um, mm-hmm. that consists of a pint of Guinness, which already it's starting off good. And you pour into a shot glass half Jameson or any other Irish whiskey and half Bailey's Irish cream and plop. There it goes into the pint of Guinness and down it goes into your stomach pretty much as fast as possible. Delicious. And have you had one of these before? I have. And? And if you don't drink it fast enough, it curdles. I have never Just... had that problem. <laughs> or am I thinking of... Um... I think you're I thinking know, of a cement mixer. Yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, no don't one wants do to that. drink those. What? What's in that? The it's... cement mixer? Yeah, there's Bailey's. I don't know. It's, it's There's some something kind of milk-based it... something and then lemon something. So it's like yeah, and then acid curdles. and dairy. Yeah, gross. I haven't had an Irish car bomb in a very long time, the real one. They're magically delicious. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you got Bailey's, you got Guinness. I'm not a big whiskey fan, but you put it all together. It's wonderful. Pretty much. So basically with the roasted bitterness of the Guinness and the creamy sweetness of the Bailey's, it tastes like a chocolate milkshake. Mm-hmm. I never drink Guinness except uh, around St. Patrick's Day. I have to have the obligatory Guinness. You know and what, though? The obligatory Guinness is much more respectable than the obligatory green Budweiser. Ugh, it's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, know, I agree. I agree. I know, I know that Budweiser is a very popular beer in America, but uh, it's disgusting. <laughs> and putting green food coloring doesn't make, make it, it better. It's disgusting. <laughs> It is yeah. difficult to drink. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, when I was, I was doing, you know, uh, what is it? The recipe calls for half a cup of Guinness. So, of course, I had like the big cans and I thought, okay, I'll have to drink the rest of this. Oh, no. Um, and I looked at, I've never looked at the calorie count on a Guinness and it was like 120 calories for a 12 ounce of Guinness. Oh, my God. Is that a lot? No. For beer? Not for, oh, maybe that's normal. <laughs> It just was surprisingly low because I think of Guinness as being, you know, the thicker, darker beers. I always oh, assume right. are just carbo loaded. Yeah. Um, you mean it's, instead of like having something light beer? Yeah. And maybe that's just in my head. I associate the lighter color with less calories. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just expected Guinness to be calorie loaded, but it's. It's like a diet beer. I could <laughs> drink those on my diet. Do I it. I think I would. It sounds like a great diet. <laughs> I'm going to do my own diet. I'm going to start my own fitness cult. And it'll involve Guinness as the central peer of fitness. I would definitely join that one. <laughs> I'm not really all that like interested a... in uh, in health fads, but I think that one's worth trying. Yeah. So how did yeah, you like the right. cookies? Oh, I love I, the cookies were just so good. The cookies were really, really good. <laughs> so it's um, a Guinness chocolate cookie. So it's got the Guinness. It's got uh, molasses. Um, your pretty basic 
chocolate cookie recipe and then chocolate chips. The first, so I made it twice. The first time I made it, I think I cooked it a little bit less, but it was like fudgy and brownie and just really good. Uh, and then the second time, I think I cooked it a little longer and it was a, li- it was a little drier, yeah. more cookie-like, yeah. but it was still good. I think I cooked, I think I overcooked them a little. I only did them once, but um, definitely when they came out of the oven and I bit into them, they were great right out of the oven. They were soft and almost cake-like, um, but with a little bit of chewiness. But as they cooled down, they got a little more biscuity in texture. Um, so mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I probably cooked these a little too much, <laughs> but they were still delicious. And then, of course, it had a Irish whiskey and Bailey's buttercream icing, which should be on everything. I, oh, my God. It was just so it's just a basic buttercream. And you add, what is it? A tablespoon of whiskey and a tablespoon of Bailey's Irish cream. Yeah. Or and that any kind of Irish cream. That doesn't sound like a lot of anything to add. You wouldn't think that you would get a lot of flavor out of that. But honestly, I'm not a fan of the basic buttercream with just, you know, butter and powdered sugar. I think it's too sweet. I think it's just kind of chalky because of the cornstarch mm-hmm. in the in the um, powdered sugar, confectioner's sugar. Um, and honestly, like, I just want to put this on everything. Oh, my goodness. I could Just now I had a little uh, extra left, and I was putting it on Oreo cookies because that's great. Ooh. It was really tasty. I enjoy the flavor of Irish cream and uh, Irish cream as an icing was just so good. Mm. So I would say definitely a make again recipe. Mm -hmm. I would make them again. I actually offered to make them and bring them to my mother's uh, St. Patrick's Day party. And then I said, I'm not going to do that because I'm just going to eat them. (laughs) (laughs) If I made them again, they wouldn't make it out of the house. Yeah. I'd like to say that I would give them away, but I wouldn't. The first time that I made them, I did make them in, when I baked them, they were really big clumps. So maybe that's why they came out a little wetter, a little fudgier. Uh, But that was amazing. The fudgy Uh, ones? So I wanted to make it again. Yeah. The fudgy ones, me and my husband, we just ate those. Um, And then the second time, I wanted to bring them into work this week and redeem myself for the marshmallow fiasco. (laughs) But then... So, so um, would you say you still good, followed though. this recipe or did you I make did. some substitutions or workarounds? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mostly followed this recipe. The only I mostly... thing I did, <laughs> I cut down on the chocolate chips that I put in there. It says three quarters cup and I only put a half a cup because I remember last time we made the chocolate cookies, I felt like the, the chocolate chips were just too much and I liked the level of chocolate chips in these ones when I did hmm. the half a cup. Yeah. I actually used um, chocolate chunks, like the little tiny bars instead of chocolate chips. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I used, I think it was like 60% dark. Uh, So they were, they were pretty good. They kind of blended in with the cookie because the cookie, the cocoa powder was so dark, um, uh, especially after adding the Guinness. Um, So they blended in with the cookie, but every once in a while you just get a little more of that chocolate fudgy chewiness. So I was a big fan. I put all of mm-hmm. them. I mean, I, <laughs> I didn't put all of them. I put the full amount. And um, what was the, do you have the website that we got this from? Uh, yes, I have it right here. I was just looking at it. It's allparenting.com. <laughs> That's right, because I thought that was funny. <laughs> it's like this 
the something thing that sounds like a parenting website has these Irish car bomb cookies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. I like any excuse to buy Bailey's. Uh, just yeah, because I, mean, I don't definitely. normally have it. <laughs> it's definitely worth having around the house, just in case. Yep, you never know when you need to put in some frosting. I also like that she, um, on this website, you can see that she has little green sprinkles on her cookies. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> I would have liked to do that. Oh, when I, I gave this to one of my coworkers who very much enjoyed it, and he said that I should next time make it in some make it look like a little mug like a little bailey's oh, cute. mug with like the frosting on top now i don't know how exactly to do that but i like the idea of making um like shooters mm-hmm. uh, baking things that taste like good shooters that also look like them yeah i think that's cute so trademark that that's that's my next business <laughs> well it's kind of like um cake shots or something isn't it shot cakes shot cakes i don't know that oh did somebody already think of this um not exactly maybe i don't really know oh oh no apparently shot cakes are ice cream cupcakes that have an ice cream core oh no that's a good idea i'll stick with mine i'm gonna well what are other shooters that taste good (gasps) the unnameable that's not the name of a shot. It should be, though. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the, the red-headed? The BJ. Oh, that is, that is a tasty. Yes, that is a tasty one. Um, what is that? That's Kahlua, Bailey's, and whipped cream? I am not sure. Is there amaretto? Bailey's, Kahlua, and amaretto. Yes. Ooh. Topped with okay. whipped cream. That's that's what we should do next week is try and make that into a cookie. Uh, a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other another good one was B fifty two. I think that's Kahlua and Bailey's and Grand Marnier. Mm. All of these have Bailey's. Just Bailey's is a wonderful liqueur. It is. Yes, Kahlua Bailey's and Grand Marnier. That is a good one too. Excellent. I'm trying to think of other ones. I don't know. I just found one called Bazooka Joe. I don't think I've ever had that one. Oh, that's it a horrible like tasting gum. Blue Why curacao, would you make a shot out of that? banana, liquor, and Bailey's. That doesn't sound good at all. No. No, that doesn't. I have no desire. Let's not make a dessert out of that one. But definitely okay. the B-52 or <clears throat> the other one would be probably pretty delicious. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, right. I forgot which one you were talking about for a second, <laughs> but then I remembered. <laughs> do you want to do that? Um, Try and make these. Which one? Both of them? Um, We could each take one or we could, I don't know, pick one. Um, What what was in the B-52 again? Grand Marnier? It's, it's the same except it has Grand Marnier Bailey's. instead of Amaretto. I think huh. go with, with the amaretto. Okay. All right. You wanna, well, Although that's that's a little less, like, cookie. you know, podcast friendly. What the heck? I need to what? not oh, look on the it. internet when I'm trying to talk to you. It's really bad. Do you want to know why? Why? That's something you probably need to see. 
hedgehog don't oh my god they're super cute <laughs> so hedgehog donut holes so they're they're basically oh, just donut so holes that someone has half dipped in chocolate icing and then <laughs> chocolate sprinkles so they look like hedgehogs they paint little faces mm. on them that's so cute anyways <laughs> all that for hedgehog donuts mm-hmm. so we're gonna make oh. we're, we're gonna make cookies next week that have something to do with Kahlua, Bailey's, and Amaretto all together at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be amazing. It's um, a shooter that's named after a big uh, bulk store where you can go and buy many things. <laughs> I was wondering. I was very mm-hmm. nervous about where you were going with that for a second. And I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. BJ's. The wholesale if you need club. need 10 pounds of ketchup. Yes. Wholesale. That's the word. <laughs> Could think of it. <laughs> Uh, okay i don't know what those are gonna be this is gonna be fun awesome it's gonna be experimental we've always we've only done other people's recipes and now we shall experiment with our own yes see what happens (laughs) let the chips fall where they may so what else have you been doing other than baking lately oh i've been working on my crocheted rhinoceros head Ooh, nice which I did end up paying for a pattern, and um, but I, I'm so stupid. Why? So because <laughs> I I bought a pattern for a tiny adorable little stuffed rhino, and I decided just to make the head and somehow make it big. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really and scale up. <laughs> Why buy what? a pattern if you're gonna have to <laughs> make it all yourself I, anyways? Because I'm stupid. So I I. I do like six rows and then I pull out three and then I do six rows and then I pull out three and I'm fed up. Why don't you just make the tiny stuffed rhinoceros a tiny stuffed rhinoceros and you can just have it and enjoy it and then do a different head? Yeah, I guess so. It is a really cute stuffed rhinoceros. Is it the one that you found on uh, on Ravelry? Probably. I did find it on Ravelry. I just I don't know if I sent it to you. I, I think I think now. we're we're looking at a lot of patterns together, so I think we did. Yeah. Oh, and another thing. So my company, when I started at my company, they gave me this um, uh, micro is it microfiber blanket, the super soft ones. Sure, I think so. And it's in the the company's color their their marketing color. It's a it's like kind of a deep green. Yeah. And I look at this thing, and it just screams. Uh, smoking jacket to me. <laughs> I want to make it into a smoking jacket that I can put on for my meetings in the conference room that's really cold in the office. Uh, so I think it's a great idea to take some <laughs> office swag and repurpose it into something that you would use. Something awesome <laughs> <laughs> that you can wear at the office. Mm-hmm. Sure. But so I bought a pattern for that, and it's I found it on Etsy, I believe. Um, they have old patterns from like the 1950s, yes. and they they will sell you like a copy of it, so it looks legit, you know, 50s husband smoking jacket. But it's this strange pattern that I've never seen before, where it's um, I don't even know how how to describe it. It's it's like a small picture of the, the what you need to cut out and oh it's scaled down 
Yeah, and so you, you center it and then you kind of put your measuring tape at that center point and you do a circle around it at the different heights. So it says like, you know, put a pin at, at it's in centimeters, at 39 centimeters here and then go up a few more degrees and then 60 centimeters there. What the hay? Really? It is, I just don't know how to use it. That sounds crazy. I pinned out one side and either I did it wrong or maybe there might not be enough blanket for this. That <laughs> sucks. You need to I be like the tailor of Gloucester. I don't know that. What's that? It's um, a Beatrix Potter story that the kids make me read them all the time. Oh. But it's basically like he's a super stingy tailor because he has no money. So oh. he's always, <laughs> he cuts his, uh, he cuts his fabric very, very all his piece patterns very close together. And he was always talking about how the amount of fabric that let is left over isn't even enough to make mouse jackets. <laughs> I just sent you a link to the the rhino. Oh, thanks. I think that'll it's just save adorable. me from looking for it again. Yes, I saw that. That is cute. He's so cute. I wish I could just do amigurumi things like by hand without having to have a pattern i can't i, I don't know how you did that other book. one the t-rex which one didn't you do that without a pattern oh, i did that was pure luck but it came out so good it came out i yeah it came out okay i was looking at like a picture of somebody who had done it and tried to figure out where the expands and retracts were needed. yeah it was a stressful time <laughs> expands and retracts you... is a weird way to put it. <laughs> what, uh, what are they? Increases and oh, decreases incre usually. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> but you know, whatever. I was thinking of thinking of it as a whole, as the whole round. They expand. Okay, fine. I don't have an excuse. It's just no, I get it. I get it. I'm I'm right there with you. Okay, thank you. Thanks. So, what have you been working on? Um, I have been doing just silly things like I'm trying to make my daughter a what are they called a waist apron I'm making her a little waist apron and I've already made the bulk of it which is not it's not very bulky because she's tiny <laughs> and it's just a waist apron so it's very very small um but I learned how to make ruffles I learned how to knit ruffles and I'm going to attach two uh, tiers of ruffles around the edge of the apron front and I'm going to put on two little lace um, pockets. So that's what I've been working that's so on. Cute. I love ruffles. I love ruffles too and which is partially why I was doing this project. I thought it was a neat very small scale way to try to play around with some different ruffles because there's a lot of different ways you can knit or crochet ruffles. Oh yeah? Yeah. Some of it is uh, using short rows for knitting. Um, obviously, increases and decreases, uh, gathers, different stitch heights. Some yeah. of it is called fringe and not ruffles at all. Ooh. Yes. Wait, so, isn't fringe just like cowboy fringe? I thought fringe was fringe too. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong <laughs> word. Well, maybe in the crochet context, it's called something else. I don't know. Perhaps. But anyways, it's um it's kind of cool to to just play with ruffles and see how you can attach them on things, uh, or knit or crochet them right on, 
and get some texture and depth or dimension to whatever you're making. So I have this shirt that I love. It's it's pink and it's a, it's a blouse, I guess. And it has ruffles on the front. So if you think, um, I, I want to say like Bowie. Okay. <laughs> or like a pirate kind of shirt that has the ruffles on the front. Yeah. Um, but more updated and pink and, and like a business blouse. I like to think that it's a, a business blouse. Um, yeah, maybe business time. It's business. <laughs> it's business time. Are we allowed to sing that? Is that copyright? Nobody's no, listening. It doesn't right? matter. <laughs> um, anyway, so this is my business ruffle shirt, and I feel like a lioness. Even though they don't have manes, I feel like a lioness if I had him. If I was a lion. Because it's like they, a mane. Um, is it like a lacy cravat kind of la- uh, ruffle? It's, or is it more like, like horizontal or vertical ruffles? It's a vertical ruffle just on the, the chest area. And I love it. and makes me feel powerful. But I have gotten multiple um, mocks, I guess. Um, is it like comments. this? No, it's it's like a silky fabric. Silky stretchy fabric. I think it looks silly is my problem, but I love it even if it looks So it's looks not silly. like the one that I sent you? Oh, you sent me one? Yes, I said is it like this? And you said no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I misheard you, sorry. Let's see. I'm clicking. Oh. Uh similar cuz in that like the the ruffles are all in the chest area. Um, but it's a, that looks more of like a cottony. This is kind of like a stretchy, almost. Oh, like a knit fabric? Yeah, sure. I'm a big fan of having the ruffles right next to the button, kind of like a, I don't know what it is about that, but you feel like, you know what, I'm going to wear a blazer with this and I'm going to be fririggin' power, power woman today. I'm going to get stuff done. I'm going to be feminine and powerful all at once. Right. And I am going to get stuff done. Yes. I see what you mean. Better watch out. But I don't wear it anymore because too many people made fun of me. What do they say? That you look like David Bowie? (laughs) Maybe. That I look like a pirate. A modern lady pirate. Which sounds pretty badass now that I say it. That does sound awesome. I want to be that. Right? Are you sure they were criticizing you? Because that sounds that sounds really nice. Maybe I'll try it at my new job. I haven't worn it at the new job yet. Anyway, so what else? Are you working on anything else? Um, I'm always working on like a hundred things because I start mm-hmm. doing something and don't ever finish it. I'm working on a little stuffed cat for my son because I made one for my other son. And you have to always do everything equally. Or there's mm-hmm. complete mutiny. Um, I was working on something else too, but I, now I can't even remember what it is. That's how far off the path I've gone. <laughs> what about you? Just the just the rhino. Uh, just the rhino and my my smoking jacket, which hasn't really done anything. Oh right, yes. I bought this new board game, so I went to PAX East last weekend. Yeah, which I is meant a- to ask you. 
How was it? Yeah, the, it was it was overwhelming. Yeah, it was really a lot busy. Of, like, flashy lights and a lot of people. Um, but if, for anybody who doesn't know, it's a it's a game convention. So they have video games, they have board games, um, mostly those uh, card games, I guess. Uh, and so they they'll advertise new games that are coming out. They have an indie section, which I thought was really great. Independent uh, video game. Um, you know, they got like the phone games and the mobile games and and independent board game developers. So that That's was really cool. cool. Uh, and I bought I bought two new games, and one of them is it's new for me, but it's an old game. It's called Arkham Horror, and um, it's a one to six person game, I think. So I I was looking for games that less people you needed less people for. Right. Uh, and so my husband and I gave this a try, and it's one of those games that has a lot of rules, and we kind and it of... it takes about three days to actually learn how to play it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's really frustrating. So we, we quit about halfway through because it was frustrating. And then I decided with my one person self to try it again, and now I've played it a couple times by myself, which is kind of saddest thing ever. Playing a game by yourself? But I'm having fun. Playing a big board game by myself uh, but I have fun so well, that's I've been the wasting part. time doing that mm-hmm. so what, that's right I have sorry. banished the evil so what is the um what's the gameplay like it's supposed to be based on uh oh shoot who's that guy Lovecraft like a Lovecraftian horror so you're okay. in a town you're in a city and you're moving around and you're investigating collecting clues and gates to other dimensions keep opening. Oh, so it's like Dark Seed. It's like a it's like a board game version of Dark Seed. I don't know. Dark Seed. Tell me about it. Um, similar. Uh except it was H.R. Geiger. Uh mm-hmm. that all of the artwork was done by. And basically you wake up with a splitting migraine and you have no idea. Like, you have no memory of what's been going on, and you have to go around and collect cute clues, and you keep having these horrible uh, brain-splitting images of these horrors, and you have to, like, figure out (laughs) why you're having these visions, and take care of your headache and not kill anybody, (laughs) not get killed, (laughs) and not end up in jail. I always end up in jail. It sounds very spooky. It is pretty spooky. Are you familiar with um, Geiger's work? No. It's pretty creepy looking. So he's an artist? Yes. Another hobby that I definitely don't need to start, but I would love to do, is at PAX, they had uh, a few vendors that made really cool hats. Like um, some were sort of steampunky and old, like 1800s with the flowers and the interesting, sh- not flowers, with the feathers and the sh- interesting shaped hats. And, um, oh, I would love to have a million ridiculous hats that just don't fit into this time zone that we are in. I know, right? I, I feel the same way. There's so much stuff that would be so fun to wear. And you're just like, mm-hmm. but... It doesn't, it doesn't really work on an everyday level. I can't, like, go to the grocery store in this beautiful hat. No, exactly. So I'm not going to drop 
I, I don't remember, I didn't look at the prices because I knew it was going to be too much and my heart was going to be broken. But I'm sure they were, I don't know, $50? Maybe more? Probably more. And where am I going to wear that? Yeah. I, um, I, a member of my husband's extended family was kind of cleaning out some of their stuff and gave uh, my husband's uh, sister-in-law one of her old hats and I was like oh man that is an awesome hat I wish hats would come back in style yeah like all crazy awesome hats men's hats women's hats big hats small hats tiny hats cupcake hats (laughs) you're just getting smaller with the hats (laughs) I I imagine making your own hats is ridiculously difficult probably but that would be a justification for me to have crazy hats if I made them myself. But you know what? Remember those uh, those slippers that I felted? Yes. So I mean, you can you can crochet or knit the the basis of the hat and then felt it, and lot tons of hats started off as you know felted wool hats, and that in and of itself can be pretty expensive. And then you could just you know add on to there. Hmm. Okay. So maybe it wouldn't be that hard. And I mean, crocheting hats is pretty simple. There's no, not usually, especially if you're going to felt them, there's no complicated knots to do. No. I mean, I guess the trickiest part would be understanding how much the the wool was going to shrink up so you didn't end Mm -hmm. up with (laughs) an eensy hat that you had to put on a small stuffed animal instead of your own self. Well, maybe I could say that I made a small hat on purpose. You could. But then you still wouldn't have a hat to put on your own head. And that's oh. the sad part. Yeah, oh. that is sad. I do have some hats that I don't wear, but they're they're like modern hats. There's no awesome feathers sticking out. No ruffles, no. no bows. No, that's not true. Some of them have bows. I don't have any hats with bows. I don't have any cool hats at all. I have one hat that I like, and it's just a crocheted hat that's just like <laughs> a big winter pom-pom hat. And that's it. Big pom-pom hats are good. I liked the hat that you made that had a beard attached to it. Oh, yeah. That was that was kind of a phase. That The beard hats were very popular for a time. Yeah. Where you crochet a hat, and then you crochet a beard that attaches, and then it keeps your face warm as well as your head. I saw people do some crazy stuff like that where they put, like, big, big beards that look like dwarven beards with braids in them or, yes, I, or viking yeah. hats with the big beards it's pretty interesting yeah i mean at least with the viking beard i guess it would just be a lot of yarn braiding <laughs> yeah but they looked cool I, th- I feel like that fad has passed maybe i'm mistaken no probably has i just thought it was neat so join us next week when we make something that reminds you of the wholesale bj's wholesale club bj's wholesale club shop yeah. <laughs> so whatever the heck that is. We'll make a delicious shot into a cookie or something. Mm-hmm. A dessert of deliciousness. Yeah, some kind of baked product. So tune in and find out what it is. Here at Keepin' Busy. Dun, 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 dun. Psh. Yeah.